Welcome to the Transformative Studio Podcast, a place for conversations with compassionately sensitive people, sharing practical and spiritual wisdom to help you navigate through this life with greater ease and awareness. I am Raphael Serena Cox, founder of the Transformative Studio, and I passionately believe we can experience deeper transformation when we open up to an honest practice of self-inquiry. So welcome everybody, it's good to be with you all again and um, Alison's joining me and you may remember Alison, we've been on quite a journey together over the last sort of 12 months, we've been discussing the seasons of the um, calendar along with the traditional Chinese medicine and this series or this episode we're going to be talking about self-care in um, autumn. So if for those of you that wanted to catch up with any of the other episodes, please have a look back through my um, podcast. They're all listed and we cover spring, summer, and we've had winter. We've also got autumn coming up and there'll be a late summer edition as well. So welcome back, Alison. It's a pleasure to have you here as always. Oh, it's lovely to see you again. And um Obviously, you know, priority is always about self-care and we've mentioned that as we move, particularly in the Northern Hemisphere at this time of year into the autumn season, what is it that we're going to be looking out for specifically? So what we're going to do, as we've done with, um, with all of the seasons that we've looked at, we're going to have a look through the lens of traditional Chinese medicine, which really kind of encompasses uh, acupuncture and herbs and physical therapy and they use all of those things to keep the body in balance but underneath all that is uh, living in harmony with nature which means following the seasons and um, adjusting our needs change with the different seasons so we need to adjust our our self-care a little bit. Um, Autumn I think I say this about every season that, that we've done, but I, I really do love autumn because I think it's really good personally for my nervous system because the, the we're safe in our cave. We've closed the curtains, the little twinkle lights are on, all the, the family's all together and we're, you know, equivalent of being on, in the cave with the with the with the log fire going. So I, I really love autumn, um, Halloween and, 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 and all of that. But it's a time to we get to reap the benefits of summer, but also that turning your energy inwards in pre- preparation for winter. Um, so if we look at it again, each season is related to a, a different element and sense organ, etc. So for autumn, it's the um, metal uh, element. And it's the the organs are the lungs and the paired organs are the the large intestine. And it's reflected into the skin and the the nose and the um, emotion would be um, grief and uh, sadness. So if we're looking at uh, adjusting our self-care a little bit with each of the seasons, and we know that... um, autumn specifically related to or the 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 energy of the lungs are um, easily um, playable during during the autumn season then we kind of have to look at breath work um, because it's so accessible to us it's free most of the time our breath is accessible to us so we can kind of um, adjust our breath 
accordingly. Um, but it doesn't need to be, we don't need to do like epic sitting down for 20 minutes and doing our breathing. We can just do one deep breath and we could just notice our breath. And it's easy enough to try out different kinds of breath. So if you're more of a visual learner, then one kind of breath could be, um, we use it in labor when, when we're for the for pregnant women is the golden thread breath. So when you breathe out, you're imagining that golden thread or a golden ribbon is, is uh, blowing away from your mouth. And what that does is it lengthens the, the exhalations that kind of helps to kind of slow everything down. And if you're more of a, um, uh, if you learn better through the auditory system, then the accounting breath might be an easier one for, for somebody to try. So, for example, you can count in for a count of four and you can hold the breath for a count of seven and then exhale for a count of eight. So you've got that focus on the on the counting, but you also get the, the, the benefits of, again, a, a longer exhalation. And if you're more of a, a kinesthetic person, or you, you learn a little bit more through through uh, the feeling sense, then you can feel where the breath goes when you inhale, and you can imagine you're breathing into your the collarbones, and then you can imagine you're breathing into the bottom of the rib cage or all the way down to the pelvis. So you get more of a feel for the breath. But we know that the breath, I think we probably always have known that the breath is, is important and of course it's important um, in the in the Chinese medicine but obviously now we've got the science that tells us that it um, lowers anxiety and it calms the nervous system and it, it lowers the blood pressure um, <clears throat> so we've got all the science now to back up what, what we are what we already what we already knew basically um, so yeah autumn might be a good time for a little reminder that we've always we've always got the breath usually always I think um, and we're, we're, it's accessible to us and it just works but it won't work unless you have a, a regular practice but you can just do either of those breaths that I, that I talked about a couple of times twice a day it doesn't need to be a, an, an epic practice but mm. if you want your breath to work for you do need to do a little bit a little bit of work. Mm. Well, I suppose it's like any form of um, activity, isn't it? You know, it, you, you train the muscles and the memory pathways to align with it. Because I noticed when you just shared, you mentioned sort of breathing in, holding, and then breathing out. And I think it was four, seven, eight. Yeah. Um, and that, that's quite a long time for some people, actually, isn't it? I mean, I know with my yoga teaching, you know, it, 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 you do have to build up to these things because if any anxiety starts to kick in, obviously yeah. that's not going to be helpful so yeah. um progressive building with like the focus like you say on the exhalation specifically um yeah. to release um and let let go um like you say with um linking back into the lungs so you referenced the emotion of of grief and was it sadness were they grief the two? Sadness. Yeah. yeah so obviously you know, I, I think what I'm learning over these, you know, last few years is to not shy away from any emotional response, to, to, to sit with them as much as you can. And like you say, bring that awareness into the breath and particularly on the exhalation and let that, as you mentioned, a golden thread carry a, away. 
those sort of stronger feelings that may be presenting because you know at this time in our lives there is a lot of grief around not only um that you're experiencing on an individual level but also collectively and you know because we're all all one we're all connected it's almost amplified so it'd be quite interesting this season round this cycle round the calendar year how that actually feels as a collective yeah. releasing definitely yeah the, the breath is so closely intertwined with the with the nervous system that any deep breath work can bring up old trauma um, so it's a it's a really good idea if you're doing deep breath work to do it with uh, somebody who can su support you through that. But that's why there's so many different types of breathing that you can do. You can just literally notice that you're breathing in or breathing out if if the deeper work is is um, not appropriate for you right now. Or if I'm walking the dog, I do more of a walking walking meditation. So I, when I breathe, I imagine the the energy of the earth coming up and the the energy of the heavens coming in, and 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 so you can find your own appropriate way of doing it. But like you say, you need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to build up. You got to build a, a practice if you want to get the benefits from it. You know, you need to build up a little bit of a practice with it. Yeah. yeah. And and I think as well, just sort of, I know you just referenced, I know your work is, you know, specialising a lot in supporting women on their sort of um, uh, birthing journey as well. And um, I, I remember back when I was giving birth and I, I actually held the midwife's hand at one point when it got sort of particularly, um, you know, sort of reaching quite a sort of climax of things. And... I, the power of actually just holding somebody's hand to practice your breath work, uh, it, it, it's such an incredible thing. And, um, you know, and I, and I think, you know, I'm hopeful that as we progress through this lifetime that we have together, that, you know, the connection between each other and the intimacy between our experiences begins to form a stronger bond, a stronger cohesion as a collective. And, um, and I think working with a partner, I mean, I, I see a lot on social media now, there's a lot of these sort of breath working circles, breathing circles and communities that are available. So perhaps for those that are listening, you know, don't necessarily start the journey alone, you know, seek out some community that you could belong to that would allow for that either like the physical connection where you hold her hand with somebody or you gaze into the eyes of somebody else and you you breathe together um just so you've got that sense of like you're not alone because grief and sadness you know it can be quite isolating and and I think it's possibly better particularly as we move into this season that you reach out into community perhaps to help you process yeah I mean I'm not sure where we are on the on the the COVID spectrum at the minute. I um, turned off all my news feeds and I don't buy the papers or watch the news or anything. Um, but it feels like there's been a lack of that connection and doing things. Obviously, there's been a lack of that connection and 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 healing in uh, socially. So self care is important, but so is co connecting with with others, um, and and that can be super super healing as well so we've got a bit of making up to do i think for the past year, mm. year and a half but that we've 
we've not been able to um to reach out and connect that way especially especially for women because I don't know if I've ever talked about it on a previous chat that we've had but um the, the fight or flight res response was appropriate for those strong enough in the cave to to fight or run from the animal but the women tend to have children with them and they tend to, to be looking after the older ones so it wasn't appropriate for them to to fight the the wolf so the way that they um worked through their stress response was uh, to tend and befriend so to tend to the younger ones to tend to the, the more vulnerable and and befriend so be in sit in circle with with friends so um that's super important for your nervous system but it's a, a massive piece that that we've had missing um i, th I think now you you can gather in circles more I think mm. um but yeah there's been a, a gap in that for sure yeah I think you know it's been an interesting journey really because I you know technology I mean I, I embrace technology anyway and obviously you know the platforms like zoom and all the social media where you've got the live video connection to a wider group of people that's been really supportive and of course it connects us all across the world which is you know quite incredible but it is opening up again particularly in the UK and there are a lot of um more um, in-person events going I mean obviously not everybody's comfortable with that but yeah. there is the potential for that to be offered so um, you know I think if you do feel that you have missed that you know sort of physical one you know connection with that a and other then you know I think it it, it, it would be a good time to start to reach out even if you have an introverted personality you know to still you know, maybe push through that a little bit and just explore how it feels to connect. Um, yeah. You know, I think that could be really quite supportive. I think especially with the, we were talking about the, any any organ or any cell can hold any emotion, but there's a tendency for the lungs to hold on to, to grief and sadness. And I, I knew this, but I didn't really understand it until I went to my first funeral and it just felt like my lungs had collapsed and it was just like oh was, I knew I'd had a real visceral somatic knowing of that oh yeah I can feel this grief all all, all in my lungs and but grief doesn't have to be about loss or mourning it can be the loss of a holiday that we'd booked and, and had to cancel it can be loss of celebrations that we didn't get to do because we had to cancel with it with the covid so i think there's been mini loss after mini loss and i think that can that can take its toll and especially now we really want to look after all all of our health because we're, we're heading into flu season you know regardless regardless of um, what crazy viruses there are out in, that there we're, we're heading into a, a flu season naturally anyway so we really need to kind of up the up the self-care so one way is to do breath work alone or, or with somebody else, or maybe to sit with that sense of those little mini losses that we've had over the last 18 months um, and not to just brush it under, under the carpet, but just to really accept how that, how that feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you reference the immune system and immune immunity in particular. Is there anything that we can sort of focus on to help support and, um, you know, increase the uh, strength of the immune system? I mean, obviously, 
food is 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 super important i think most people know that anyway exercise is super important i think most people know that over exercising is an, is an issue for the immune system it actually lowers the immune system so it's that goldilocks effect of getting just just the right amount of of exercise for you connection like we were just talking about is really important for the immune system and then scientists now are realizing that the the lungs um i think we know about the gut microbiome i think that's quite common knowledge now we've got little um viruses and bacteria and fungi that that are actually help us to survive and uh the 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 friendly stuff that we need and it's it's really important that we we look after our little gut our little friendly gut bugs but we've also got lung micro microbes as well so and um, this idea of, of breathing in the the you know, different microbes so getting out into different environments so walking along the river walking on the, along the beach getting out into a forest if you can and you just get the benefit of the the different microbes from the different plants and the trees and the environment and that can really um support support your lungs as well and and, and your immune system um i feel that it takes an awful lot of energy to hold on to unprocessed emotions and that energy could be could be put to better use so i my feeling is that if we can um find somebody who can support us to uh, process or unpack or resolve not that we it's a box that we tick and you know something like grief ever goes away it's just that rather than having open wounds we would just have we'd have a scar so it's it's not just something that is just going to go but something that we can um resolve enough so that we're freeing up energy for the the more important the more important aspects yeah mm. yeah there's two really interesting points that you shared there you know you, you, you sort of arrive at sort of an external location in nature and you know it's different i.e you know you go to the beach and you see the sea or the ocean or you go into a woodland and you see all the canopy of the trees and the moss on the ground. But it's really a nice reminder that you shared with us how actually the microclimate that's in those two different locations carry a vibration and a, a frequency that nurtures us in different ways. So not only are we just sort of like, say, breathing in the view, uh, we're actually breathing in the microcultures uh, and the sort of um, the whole vibrational frequency of that piece of land or sea specifically. So that's yeah. a really nice focus, isn't it? To actually vary the locations that you visit. Yeah, literally. And there's, there's nothing um, woo-woo about it because the, the, the scientists have, have figured out what's 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 going on in your body when you, when you do all that, even though instinctively we know that it's, it's, a, it's a good idea to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think on most of the episodes that we've shared together, always going out in nature, you know, connecting to the environment has, has come up yeah. frequently. Um, yeah. But incorporating it, incorporating it into the breath work, almost like, um, you know, as you would drink some sort of, uh, you know, nourishing drink, it's the same thing with the breath, isn't it? Feel like you're drinking in the air of that environment to nourish the body um, 
vibrationally energetically definitely definitely yeah yeah and there's this idea of the lungs um being like a boundary as well because they they filter they're, they're filtered they they draw in the good stuff and they they filter out the the, the bad stuff so they're they're like a, an environmental boundary so now might be a good time to look at more um uh, emotional boundary so if it's anybody's first concept of what a boundary is then it's like a the, the limit that we set that we set that lets other people know how, how to treat us um i think some t- i think maybe it's easier to talk about people pleasing because people get the idea of people pleasing sometimes easier than the the concept of, of boundaries um the, i think people kind of know it whether or not they're a, a people pleaser and it's a good way of getting people to like you when you when you're a people pleaser but it leads to resentment and, and burnout and you end up not liking yourself very much um and we're not born people pleasers i think we we kind of and start off being parent parent pleasers either we somehow take it upon ourselves that we feel like we need to mold ourselves into something to please our parents or it comes from our parents where it's, it's very clear that they want us to be a certain version of what they think we should be so it's it can be an old old habit to break but if you start to look at putting boundaries in place so that you, you're no longer people pleasing and then when you first start out you find out you put a boundary in place and somebody still walks all over that boundary we can use our breath as a reminder it's like it's okay I can I can take we've got another breath I can practice doing a long breath the next time or it's okay next time it comes up I can try another boundary I can put a a line in the sand I can put a a, like no I'm not going to do that anymore so I think our lungs can be a little reminder of um how to how to have a a boundary between us and and the the outside world as well Mm. yeah it's just fascinating as as you were sharing that with us I was visualizing because I'm quite a visual thinker so I was seeing then the lungs as this sort of vehicle you know because obviously we've got the voice box which can share a boundary place you know setting you know vocally but the initiation is coming from that breath you know it's coming through the voice box out into our environment to say you know this is not appropriate or this is not acceptable or I can't be there for you right now whatever it might be to just speak honestly and it's sort of coming through that heart center space too you know because of the rib cage and the lungs and the way they sit in the framework of the body and in the anatomy um you know it's touching all those aspects so if you can speak from your heart as you sort of set these boundaries in a compassionate way just to say you know that maybe was how I used to do things but now it's going to be different um, and I don't know how that's going to be or you know you may not find that as acceptable but it's how I feel Um, then I think that's a really positive way of trying to set these new um, like you say boundaries because I think sometimes people can come straight from their head and it comes sort of a short circuit out through the mouth and it becomes like a barrier and it becomes sort of sort of quite intellectual and quite sort of 
can be confrontational. But if you can take the breath down first and let it be a full breath and let it come up through the heart center and then through the voice, um, I think it's well received, even if it is a no, you know, and everybody's been used to you saying yes all the time. Yeah, definitely. And, and what a great time to start looking at that because the trees are editing, they're, sh they're shedding the leaves, they no longer need them anymore, then they're not holding on to them just in case. So autumn is a great time for not just editing your cupboards and, and wardrobes, but to, to look at what maybe old patterns that don't don't serve don't serve you anymore like that, that people pleasing piece and you know, getting rid of things on your Instagram feed that make you feel a little bit bad about yourself or even friends, you know, friends that you're not really friends with anymore. So uh, you, we can, you can use the energy of um, that autumn and, and letting go to, to edit, edit our lives and, and our, our patterns as well, like you said. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point, actually, because I think some people sort of say, um, oh, you know, I, I can't see the patterns. I don't know what they are. But often life reflecting back at you is a reflection of the pattern, isn't it? So if you keep sort of almost having a similar conversation with a few different people over a similar sort of subject, then you, you know that that's, you know, the universe is saying to you, this is the lesson I would like you to sort of be reviewing and, and working through. Um, yeah. And like you say, with the friendship groups, you know, you may have had some amazing friendships 10 years ago, but you're just on different paths now. And so you've got less in common and it, it, it becomes more of an effort to stay in touch. And, yeah. and I think those are the type of um, sort of signals or pointers to say to you, you're evolving, you know, you're changing, this is different now. So just review that, how does that feel? And just like you say, have a cleansing or a decluttering over things. Yeah, definitely. And this is kind of another, it's probably another conversation, but certainly at, at my age slash time of life is moving into the, the autumn phase, you have no choice but to edit it. You're, something comes up from the from the non-conscious where you go I'm not doing that anymore I'm not being that anymore so you you, you actually have no choice over it you, you can't help it mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's helpful though I mean, it really isn't it too <laughs> you know you've had so long sort of experiencing things a certain way and then like you say just a new era a new chapter however you yeah. want to look at it um yeah you know, it's a good, a good skill and letting go. I mean, I, I saw a, um, on social media the other day um, and I shared, um, you know, it's sort of attached to nothing, but connected to everything. And, you know, I thought that was so powerful because it gives you so much freedom that, you know, everything is connected, but you're not attached to what was or what like what season you were in or what chapter of your life you were in or the people that you were spending time with or even you know with your work you know you might even be embarking on a new career or you just that attachment to what was leaves yeah. you but the connection to the moment the present moment and all things in front of you right now yeah. and just on all layers you know whether it's just in the immediate environment or whether it's cosmically it's just that connection is so strong that will hold you 
all through eternity, really. Definitely. Yeah. 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 The, the lung, yeah, the lungs help us with that as well, don't they? Because they're connecting the outside to the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do love that sort of correlation between actually thinking about all of the organs as individual sort of um, elements to our being yeah, and, and not seeing them. You know, you may have studied sort of biology at, at school and had a sort of an overview of your how your body works. But my fascinations carried on for many years because of my yoga interest yeah. and sort of being very very body aware so I, I love to see the connection and the, the sort of the internal climate of all of our body all of the organs and how they're sort of you know connecting with each other the whole time and it and I think it gives you a deeper respect for your vehicle i.e the body um because you know we said oh we, we assume most people know to eat well we assume most people know to exercise but actually if you can build a greater connection with your body because it's a vehicle to be maintained yeah. then and i think that really does support you um to really understand it and to not like me <laughs> ignore something for so long that it turns into an illness or an inflammation or a disease and then you've got to unpick it to such a degree that it takes so much longer like you and everybody else yeah not just yeah. you like everybody yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. but it's sort of noticing those signs early enough you know yeah. because for me I was just ignoring them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I know and yeah that rings a bell. <laughs> yeah. So it's been great. So I feel that, you know, here we are moving into this season and um, again, being mindfully aware. And, and I think just underpinning the same ethos that the uh, traditional Chinese medicine has always held for us all, embrace the natural world, be it, you know, physically going out into it or consuming its content through herbs, seeds, plants, flora, fauna. Um, and then just be mindfully aware of your inner ecology, whether that's emotionally or physically, um, you know, however you, you sense that for yourself as an individual. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's all... It, it's nature is just it's the healer isn't it what you know it uh it, it's it's so healing in, in in all of it its forms so maybe the key is to connect connect with nature yeah, yeah. and it's leading by example the whole time isn't it because like you say the leaves are beginning to shed the sorry, the, the trees are beginning to shed their leaves yeah. So again, letting go, cleansing, decluttering, it's, it's even if you forget what we've been talking about over all the episodes and you just look out of your window or go out for a walk and just say, what's actually nature doing right now? Um, yeah. You know, shedding, blooming, blossoming, <laughs> growing. Yeah. You know, it, 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 they're just uh, great uh, mirrors, aren't they, for what we should be doing too. Yeah, exactly. And, and connecting in back to your little your cave cave person it's like right if I was in the cave now would I be out um doing my uh, hit training and, and long long sessions running or would it be like oh do you know what we might not have loads of food through the winter so I'm just going to start turning my energy inwards and conserving that energy now just just in case and clear out the cave 
stock it full of nuts and berries and connecting in with that part of yourself as well yeah I think, yeah, it's, yeah keep it simple I think sometimes yeah oh I think all the time actually yeah. <laughs> if you can if you can and I know people listening will be living incredibly busy lives there's so many challenges going on and they'll think they're living in a cave oh I'm so far from that right now but yeah. you know just the concept even if when you lie in bed at night where where the whole world goes quiet for you and you just have three minutes of just how would it feel like if I was living in a cave right now? How simple would my life be? And just take yourself there just for a moment is, is going to help. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Alison. It's been a pleasure as always. And um, I'll put the links to um, your contact details in the show notes below. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, you know, look forward to sort of catching up and maybe some other topics over the course of the next few months. Yeah, it'll be lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Transformative Studio podcast. I'm Raphael Serena Cox. If you like what you heard or you know someone who will be inspired by the conversation, please share it with them and don't forget to subscribe. To find out more, please visit thetransformativestudio.com.